Good morning, everyone. Your celebrant today is Father Samuel Kahlo. I'm here on behalf of my diocese back home in Nigeria, diocese of uh, the Catholic Diocese of Omohe. I would like to thank you for finding time to be here this morning for us to celebrate this Mass. Thank you for leaving the comfort of your homes to be here. Yes, we have come to celebrate worship the Lord who is good and forgiven. We have come indeed to worship the Lord who cares for all, regardless, good or bad, he cares for all of us. We have come to worship the God who though has a lot of power to do whatever he wants, but treats us with leniency and mercy. We have come to worship the Lord who calls us to be just as he is just. He deals with all of us justly. He is kind to all of us. And the first reading tells us we are supposed to learn. He teaches us, those who belong to him, you and I, to learn from him how to be just, how to be kind with everyone, how to be lenient, how to be merciful. And this is what we have come to learn. This is the seed that he keeps sowing in our hearts. The gospel today tells us, yes, you may not know what to tell God today. You may not know how to pray today, but that the Spirit of God, he who calls you to himself, already knows your intention. And so the Spirit now helps to bring this intention to him. So without you saying anything, he already knows your intentions, and then the Spirit helps to bring these intentions to him. What a blessing that even though you come before this God, our creator, you may not have anything to say. You may be lacking words. How, what do I have to tell God today? We are told in the second reading, he already knows what you are thinking about. He knows your needs. And so he comes to you. The gospel today talks about the weed, what you and I are familiar with. Wheat and weed. Last Sunday was about the sower, and today the sower keeps sowing, continues to sow. Today he goes about, the sower sows the wheat in his farm. Then, all of a sudden, weed from nowhere. And so the servants went to their master, the householder. Lord, yesterday you sowed wheat. Where are the weeds coming? Do you want us to pull them out? Do you want us to just destroy them? He said, no, give them time. What do we, after going through this gospel, something stuck with me. And that is very important virtue, which you and I are lacking. So many of us are lacking in this virtue, in the gospel. It's implied in the gospel today. And that is the virtue of patience. Patience. So many of us are struggling with that. Patience, patience. That is what God is telling us today. Be patient. Yes, I know. Evil things are going on in the world. I know you are doing your best, but the bad ones keep distracting you. Yes, I know. 
be patient. Patient. This is what Jesus is telling us in the gospel. The God who cares for all of us. The God who is lenient. The God who is kind and merciful is asking for us to be patient. Be patient. Yes, I know you want me to do something. Yeah, I know you want me to exterminate the bad ones on the face of the earth. Yes, I know that your neighbor shouldn't live around you. Yes, I know your husband is just getting at you. You don't want to live with him again. I know, yes, I know you hate your wife because you don't have patience again with him, with her. You want to be done with her. Lord is telling you, be patient. Be patient. Be patient. Give them time. Time will come. So are you struggling with this virtue? Sometimes I do myself. Patience. Yes, patience. Take it easy. God is telling you, calm down. Calm down. Yes, yes, I know. Yes. That is what God. So I want you to take this message home and think about it. All of us are struggling with this. Maybe you have, an old, you have an aged mom in the house. Maybe you go to a nursing home to visit with your mom or dad. He or she doesn't recognize you again. And then you lost it. I don't want to come back again. She doesn't even recognize me again. She doesn't even know me by my name. You lost it. You want her to die. Patient. Calm down. God is in charge. He said, I'm with you. I'm in church. I know how you feel. I know what the problem is in the relationship. Yes, I know your husband keeps picking on you, you know, not doing something. Calm down. That is what Jesus is telling. The the slaves went to that master. Do you want us to pull them out? No. So think about it today. Are you struggling with this? The gift of patience. It's a gift, it's a virtue from God. God is patient with you, which is why you are seated here now. He's patient with me. You know what you do. You know that many times you have offended him. And and still, he he allows his son, his rain, his water to fall. He takes care of you because he cares for all of us. So why wouldn't you be patient with one another? You cannot give what you don't have. If you are not patient with yourself, how can you be patient with your husband or wife or your fellow student in school? Be patient. Be patient, my dear friends. Jesus is telling us, patient. Calm down. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes, I know how hard it has been in that relationship, in your academic studies. Yeah, the place of work. I know some, one of your colleagues tips Getting at you, be patient with her. Patience. Patience brings peace. Patience will stop you from judging wrongly and harshly. Patience will breathe the spirit of mercy in you, peace and love, because God has been patient. And so the God who is patient with you is calling you to wait. Time will come. The owner of everything will be there to judge everybody. It is not your turn. It is not your time. So thank you all for listening to this message. Bring it home and think about it. As a matter of fact, I have a homework for all of you. If you you wouldn't mind, go home and read the first reading again. Do the gospel again. 
I'll even do the second reading. You will pick out something. But for me, that patience talked with me today in the gospel. And the fact that God cares for all of us gives me hope. He gives us hope to live. Yes. He doesn't want you to die in your sins. He doesn't want you to be, you know, to be lost because you belong to him. And so he cares for all of us. Having said that, my dear friends, I'm here, as I mentioned, on behalf of my diocese back home, Catholic Diocese of Omaha. This diocese was erected, established in 1958. The first attempt to bring the gospel to that part of the world in the southeastern part of Nigeria was made in 1921 by the Irish, one of the Irish, some Irish missionaries who came to bring Jesus. They were not there to make money. They came to bring the gospel. And for them to be, succeed, they were patient with the natives who kept attacking them. They were opposed. No good roads. No good accommodation. The hygiene was poor going to the hinterlands. There was, no, there was no vehicle. Remember, these people left the comfort of their homes in Ireland to go to my own part of the world, the villages, to spread the gospel. They went with their money. They went with their family members. Not to, they, were not go, they didn't go there to get academic qualifications or, or honors. They went there to serve Jesus, to bring Jesus to them. And as I said, it was not easy for them. It, was, it wasn't easy. They were attacked, mosquito bites. If you go to some of our parishes, you see their graves all over. So most of them died from mosquito bites. But they persisted in preaching Jesus. Most of them were killed by the natives, the pagans. They insisted in preaching Jesus. And in order to enhance their missionary work, the schools were built. There are people from there donated money, they built schools, hospitals, orphanages, and other things were built to help the natives. The pagans, most, many of the pagans were converted. They, joined, they became Catholics. One of them was my grandfather. By the way, today, speaking of grandparents, today is the grandparents' day. World day for our grandparents. Pope Francis started that 2014. So we are called to pray for our grandparents and the elderly today. So if you have someone in your family, pray for him or her, your grandparents. Think of them today. World day for our grandparents and the early. So the first convert, the missionary is made in my own diocese, in my own part of the world, in my community, was my grandfather. My grandfather became a Catholic, and from there I gave, back to my gave birth to my father, who was baptized at the age of 32, my father. After that, he became an active Catholic. As a matter of fact, I became a priest because of my father, because he was always devoted, going to daily mass every day, my, mo my father. 
and of course my mom. But I followed the footsteps of my father to become a priest. And from there, the efforts of the missionaries, the Irish missionaries, is what you are benefiting here in me. Yes, that was so many years ago. My father there did a good job. My father became a Catholic, gave birth to me. Now I'm a priest, back to the Western world, serving because of what the Irish missionaries did. So today, my dear friends, we have seminarians in that diocese. We have those who are seeking, who are longing to be priests. But don't, don't, their, their study environment is not good. I went to the same seminary myself. No good housing. They don't have good classrooms. Water is a problem there. For those of you who have been to Africa, you know how hard it is to get water. Many of them suffer. They lack good sanitation, good hygiene because of that. So in the seminary, during my own time, we used to walk up to four miles to get water in the morning for us to eat. So part of the fund we are going to raise today will be sent to them to help them at least provide water well for them. It will help in their formation. Part of the fund also will be given to them to help provide good learning environment in terms of housing, classrooms, and books. They also, as I mentioned, when the Irish missionaries came, schools, Catholic schools were established. But during the Nigerian Civil War, which ended in 1970, these places were messed up. The schools were destroyed by the Muslims. Of course, some of you who have been following the news, especially international news, will notice what happened. You remember what happened some years ago in Nigeria when the Muslims went to a, a school to kidnap over 200 and something girls because they are opposed to Western education. They don't want women to study. You may also remember that some years ago, some, about four years, how the Muslims went to a Catholic church, murdered so many people who came to worship early in the morning. It's still going on in Nigeria. Our bishops are still battling with them. They destroy a lot of things while doing that. So part of the fund we are going to raise today is going to be sent to the school. Part of it will be given to help build up these Catholic schools, to give our young ones, young girls and boys education, to form them well in a Catholic spirit. So we also have an orphanage. During the war, so many people lost their parents. Up to date, the, the country is still suffering, especially in my own part of the world. Over one million people were killed. The southeastern people, they were murdered by the Muslims. So any money we are going to raise today will be sent to them to help reestablish, to help the orphans in their homes where they are gathered. We have a center, St. Vincent de Paul Center. So part of the fund will be sent to the diocese, and my bishop will use that to buy some medications, books, and other things to help them live. 
when you were doing your prayers before Mass, one of the things I had is for you to see Jesus in the face of the poor. So this is an opportunity for you to do that, to see Jesus in the face of the poor. We also have widows and widowers who have nothing to live on with. So we have every month my bishop will gather them together, go to their villages to give them food, to help provide health care for them, call the doc physicians to take care of them. So any money you are going to donate today, no matter how small, no amount will be too small to support them. Any amount you give will help these institutions that I have mentioned in my diocese. I'm here today and I'm confident that you will support this mission because of what America is known for. You remember a couple of years ago when Ebola broke out in, Niger in some part of West Africa. While people were running away from each other in Africa, young men and women in this country went down to save lives. This is what America is known for your kindness. Forget about the political differences here. Yes, I know we have inflection. I know so many families are struggling to eat, to put food on their table. But still, you see people going from south to north to help. Anytime we have natural disasters in this country, this is what this country is known for. Your kindness, your love for others, your giving spirit, your readiness to support is the motive why I'm here, is why I'm here to appeal to you. So thank you for what all you have been doing. But don't forget that any amount you are going to donate today, you are sowing the seed of faith in my diocese. You are helping the faith to grow. Maybe one day, one of the seminarians may come over here like me to serve you. So thank you for helping us. Thank you for what you have been doing to support our diocese here and all over the world. Thank you for supporting missions all over the world. May God continue to bless you. But don't remember our message today. God is patient with us. Be patient with yourself. God is with us. May, may he bless you.